Okay, Ryan Gosling was not acting in this movie. He is Jacob Palmer. <laughs> like, he did not have to act. This is this is him as a real all person. All off script. Yeah, all off script. The they accent just, and everything. They, <laughs> they didn't even tell him it was a movie. They just put cameras in a bar and <laughs> told watched them to take on a, women. And then told them to take his shirt off. Yeah, yeah. Everyone will love it if you take your shirt Six off. Six months later, he got a check and he's like, what's this for? <laughs> you don't remember the movie we The saw? untitled one? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Rom-Com Rewind Podcast. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Devin. And I love re-watching movies over and over again. And I really love romantic comedies. So this is a show where we re-watch rom-coms, break them down a bit for you, maybe take a peek behind the curtain, dig beneath the surface, and decide, does it still hold up? Today we have Crazy Stupid Stupid Love. Love. And we're now on Apple, on iTunes, so if that's how you get your podcasts, you can uh, follow us there as well, leave a review. We're on Spotify, give us a follow so you don't miss out, and join us on Instagram, at Romcom Rewind. We have lots of fun uh, romantic comedy conversations there. So Crazy Stupid Love, this movie actually has two directors, Glenn Hakara and John Requa. I might have pronounced both <laughs> of those wrong, uh, but they are a directing duo. They've done Bad News Bears together, I Love You, Philip Morris. They actually wrote Jungle Book, which is yet to come out. That's the Dwayne Johnson one. Jungle Cruise? Oh, my God, Jungle Cruise. No, they, they didn't write Jungle Book. No, 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 no. <laughs> Jungle Cruise. Yeah, I think I saw the previews for that. It looks pretty good. Yeah, Emily Blunt. So Crazy Stupid Love is the story of Cal Weaver, Steve Carell. Uh, he's married to Emily Weaver, Julianne Moore. And in the first few minutes, we learn Emily Weaver wants a divorce, guys, and she cheated on him with a coworker, David Lindhagen. Dun, dun, dun. Played by Kevin Bacon. So Cal learns this. Uh, he kind of spirals. You know, he lost his wife. He's not living at home. He had to move into a, uh, an apartment. He ends up at this club, wallowing in his misery, where he meets Jacob Palmer, Ryan Gosling. And Jacob, who's an amazingly successful womanizer, he goes about uh, what I would call never-been-kissing Cal Weaver, <laughs> you know how they like take the glasses off her and pull down her hair, and they're like, "Wow, that's, you're beautiful." That's she's all that is. It oh, she's all that in her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he she's all that's her. Never been kissed. Is, oh no, that's Drew Barrymore. Has yeah. never been kissed. Wow, and I run a rom com <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Good thing I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Somebody's the expert. So he basically uh, gets him a fitted suit, gets him to stop wearing New Balance sneakers. Some nice shirts, some nice pants, teaches him how to talk to ladies, and let's try and get you laid kind of thing. There's also a side story of Cal and Emily's kids. They have a son named Robbie, played by Jonah Bobo, uh, who's around 13 and is in love with his babysitter, Jessica Riley, played by Anna Lee Tipton. She, however, has a crush on Cal Weaver, the father. (laughs) (laughs) And Jacob Palmer also ends up in a relationship with Hannah Weaver, played by Emma Stone, which is very out of character for him. And we learn near the end, spoiler alert, Hannah is Cal's daughter. So what are your first thoughts? So this is only the second time I've seen this movie, but I really, really like it. I like this movie a lot. What I love most, though, is that because I've only seen it once, all of the surprises throughout the movie, which Devin has already kind of, you know, made a major spoiler alert in the first <laughs> <Yeah>. minute <laughs> um i was genuinely surprised all throughout the movie i was like oh my god did that just happen oh my god what is happening you were acting like you hadn't seen it before i only saw it probably once when it came out initially in 2011 like the recognition <laughs> scene where uh hannah weaver jacob palmer and cal weaver all meet up 
what's Nana here? Who's Nana? <laughs> Who's what's a Nana? Nana? Yeah. yeah. You were losing it there. You're like, oh my God. I went through a lot of emotions. Yeah. Emotional roller coaster. Yeah, definitely. I, I love this movie so much. I'm going to put it on my, my hierarchy of best rom-coms of all time. Yeah, it wasn't until I rewatched movie. it too that I'm like, this, this is one of my favorite, if not my favorite rom-com. And I love it so much. I think the most important thing is that we have a lot of characters with a lot of flaws, but we can't help love them despite those flaws because every character is at the same time so likable. Like we have Jacob Palmer, who we all know a guy like that, the douchey guy at the bar. It's like his job to bang every attractive woman he can find. And he's remarkably skilled at it because he's so good looking. Then we have Cal, the boring husband who lost some <laughs> some fire in his Poor marriage. Guy. He's boring. We all know that guy. Then we have Emily cheats on the boring husband because she loves him, but the relationship just isn't the same as it used to be. And all these people have such shitty moments, but they have so many redeeming qualities at the same time that you can't hate them for it. In fact, you find them more relatable because they do have shitty moments, but they are still likable. Yeah. Um, it's real. That's really deep. <laughs> um, but yes, you're right. It is. It is definitely more relatable to real life, right? It's not this... This fairy tale kind of story. It's it's pretty cool. You know, he even says at the end that he's not sure if it's going to work out. Cal mm -hmm. Weaver and Emily Weaver. Yeah. But that's life, right? Like sometimes you love somebody, but you don't necessarily always end up with them. Although I'd like to think they do still get back together. I know, me too. Yeah. They left that little glimmer. They, they left the door open. <laughs> A glimmer where like, of hope. Nah, they, they got back <laughs> together, right? Yeah. Uh, what are what the thoughts? A little bit of a stroke there. <laughs> what other thoughts did you have? Um, so when he's in the bar after, uh, right after Emily tells him that um, she wants a divorce, um, he orders a vodka cranberry. Oh, so, yeah. so I used to order those uh, when I first started going to the bar. Um, when I didn't know what to order at the bar because they'd never had any menus and I wanted to look like I wasn't, oh, you know, yeah. just fresh into the bar and that I knew what I was doing kind of thing. So like I'd order like, oh, like a vodka crayon only because I heard the person over beside me order a vodka crayon. So wow. I was like, oh, okay, cool. What was the first bar you went to where somebody <laughs> else was ordering a vodka crayon? No, I'm just like, I'm just kind of saying that's kind of... That <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like a drink that you kind of knew right. that wasn't too strong it was vodka so like i mean i'm sure you started drinking vodka initially so so i the it's funny that you say that because i did have a go-to drink it was a whiskey sour just because i had heard people ask for whiskey sours i'm okay, like that's, see? that's easy it is it makes and then, me look like i belong right 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 you just jumped on the vodka. bandwagon <laughs> I want to make a comment about the first 180 seconds of this movie. Wow. Okay. Because it's wild. Because we have Emily telling Cal. Yeah. In the middle of dinner, I want a divorce. We cut to their house where the babysitter, Jessica, checks in on their son, Robbie, in bed. Turns oh out God. Robbie's jacking it under the covers. So awkward. Wow. That's uncomfortable. Yeah. We jump back to the car ride home for Emily and Cal, and she reveals <laughs> not only does she want a divorce, she cheated on him with David Linhagen. Cal then jumps out of the moving vehicle and all of those things happened yeah. within the first two and a half minutes. That's I insane. counted. Yeah. So we we really set the scene and the tone of this movie very fast. Things are happening. So, okay, sneakers and a suit. First off, a real dad move. Like, you know, you got the dad bod, you got the dad suit, you got the dad sneakers. Pretty sure my dad has a pair of those shoes. 
However, I mean, Ryan Gosling's character helps him dress better, gives him a haircut. And the best advice that he's given by Ryan Gosling's character, Jacob, is be better than the gap. <laughs> I be, love that. Be better than the gap. And then he takes his sneakers and throws them over the balcony in the mall. I was dying. I have a story about those sneakers. Oh my God, tell me. When I was in high school, my mom actually bought me New Balance sneakers. Stop. And I was so embarrassed that I... I... You threw them over the balcony in a mall? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Gosling was there. It was wild. He's <laughs> looking me up and down. You know what? I also have a comment on that scene. Ryan Gosling's the only guy who can make fucking cheese bread look good. Because if you remember that scene, Cal is walking in and we have like the full pan of Ryan Gosling. He's sitting there, sunglasses. Is he eating cheese bread? He's eating cheese bread. Oh. And it looks great. And well, I'm like, of course. How? How? <laughs> I don't understand that. Cheese bread is not an attractive meal. It is when it's in his hands. <laughs> when it's going into that mouth. Let's mel- be honest. <laughs> um, also, that so that montage. You know how I hate rom-com montages where it's like, ooh, we're going to make you look sexy, girl? I love those, but yes. I, I They're my favorite parts of movies, but anyway. I hate them, but I actually <laughs> love this one. Feel free to tweet at me. You're a liar, Devin. Because he keeps slapping him in the face? Oh, that that's funny. It's it's also just very comedic. And it there's is. one moment where Cal is trying on new clothes. And Jacob is hitting on like the retail worker there. Oh, yes. And he says this. And I want to know if this would work for a normal guy or if you have to be attractive to pull this off. Hey, what are you doing later? <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. He says, I do. <laughs> Would it work? Would, would that work on you? Yeah. Wait, wait. But if a normal guy did it? Well, I don't know what a normal guy. I'm a normal guy. Mean? Well, yeah. If you did it, yeah. Well, no. That's the. <laughs> <laughs> if... <laughs> Think of the most generic dude you can. If Jonah Hill did that. It's Jonah Hill. Um. You I don't mean, know. I guess funny, so. Though. Pretty suave and confident. Pretty, right. I think confidence and and suaveness goes a long way. Yeah. So yeah, I could. Okay. Okay, so you can play a drinking game in this movie. Oh. So David Linhagen's name mm-hmm. is said 19 times throughout the movie. So you drink every time somebody says Absolutely. David Absolutely. You know what? I think we have a side <laughs> drinking game because we've already said I it know, five times. I know. That's our own drinking game. When we say <laughs> David Linhagen, you drink. And you're already five deep, okay? <laughs> okay, question. If you were... Um, say sexually frustrated like Emily Weaver was, would you cheat on Cal, Steve Carell, for a David Linhagen? Because Kevin Bacon, that's not a bad looking guy. Like he's getting up there a little bit, but I'm like, I would say you're trading up in terms of looks. No, I think Steve Carell's better than Kevin Bacon. Really? In this movie though? Yeah, yeah. Because like Steve Carell, when he's got the salt and pepper beard, sure. No, no, for sure. Really? Yeah. You think Cal Weaver is attractive in this movie? Yes, I do. When he throws the sneakers, you know, once he gets rid of those. Wait, wait, and post sneakers. Okay. Yeah, post yeah. sneakers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Can we, I'm, I'm really stuck on Ryan Gosling in this movie. I don't hate it. We learned something very important about Ryan Gosling, or at the very least about his character, Jacob Palmer, but I'd like to think it is a Ryan Gosling characteristic. Okay. Ryan Gosling is that guy in the gym change room who oh. just has his dick out all I the time. I forgot about that. And that is How could I forget about that? I know we probably don't have too too many guy listeners, but much love if you are. <laughs> but y'all will know there's always a dude, normally over 60, 
who just inexplicably has his dick out all the time. So I have to say, like, I've never been in a guy's change room it, to get changed for the gym or anything. So I don't know. In, in the first 30 seconds, there's a dude who will be standing there with his dick out. And you're like, oh, there's a guy with his dick out. You will change. You'll go to the showers. You'll do like a myriad of things. You'll get back. And that guy is still. Airing it just, out. Yeah. TVs are the worst things to put <laughs> in a men's gym change room because they just stand there watching golf. Take note, gyms. Naked, yeah, with their saggy ass balls because it's always an old dude or, it turns out, also Jacob Palmer. Yeah, I wouldn't hate that. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> Ryan Gosling can get away with it, I guess. Um, okay, so I don't know if you remember this, but again, shortly after Cal finds out that Emily wants a divorce, he goes into work, he's sitting at his desk and his coworker comes to see him all sad and, you know, asks if everything's okay, showing that, you know, he's there and, and then he kind of knows what's going on and... And Cal goes, yeah, you know, basically saying we're getting a divorce and, you know, all of a sudden it's out of the, you know, she cheated on me, whatever. And his coworker goes, oh, we all thought you had cancer. <laughs> Could have, you know, we all He's thought so you had. He's so smitten. Yeah. He's like, oh, He's like, God. oh, it's just, oh my God, it's just a divorce. Oh, well, that's nothing. And then he gets up and like is leaving the office. And while he's walking away, the co- co-worker yells, it could have been cancer. People are like giving him a round of applause. Like, oh, yeah, it's just oh a divorce, my God. guys. I thought that was, that was kind of the first big joke in the, in the movie. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> I was dying laughing. This movie should be a PSA for bar owners on the, I'm going to sound like such an old man right now. I can't wait. It should be a PSA for bar owners on the appropriate level music should be at a loungy type bar. <laughs> Like that. Because if Ryan Gosling needed to yell any of those pickup lines over music, I feel like they wouldn't work out. You know what I mean? He was yeah. suave, but he was like, like I'm going to give you your space, but I'm going to be very confident. And at most bars, you need to be like inside somebody's earlobe to be able to say the things he was saying. And then it's not sexy. So I have a, I have a fact about that, actually. Oh, tell me. Um, so I was going to get into it later, but I'll tell you now. So Ryan Gosling's character actually found it challenging chatting up girls in the bar scenes. And so like you were saying, he had to yell over pickup lines over over, over music? the music and they'd often start filming early like 8 a.m and he would have to say or yell these pickup lines to women as if there were music playing but there actually wasn't because the music was added later and the scene was completely quiet while he was doing this so he was literally yelling at women <laughs> at 8 a.m pickup lines like how awkward is that so wait wait wait, wait, wait. let's play it out it's completely <laughs> silent Ryan Gosling walks up to him Hey, can I buy you a drink? Is it like that? <laughs> yeah. Like he was just yelling, but there's no music. Yes. And so he also read books on how to pick up ladies in prep for oh, this role. Like you need a fucking book, Ryan Gosling. No, well, he Give doesn't, me a break. but you know, maybe his character in, in prep for the women womanizer. I, see, I wow. I'm so shocked by that fact because yeah. I thought they didn't write any lines for Ryan Gosling for the first 90 minutes. I thought they just told him slap Steve Carell a lot <laughs> and hit on women. That's it. And be funny about it. Because like everything he said, I'm like, ah, Ryan Gosling could probably say that. You know what I mean? So I thought overall, um, the writing in this movie is is great, obviously. So when Jessica is babysitting for Emily Weaver, so they've already split and she's still living in the house and she 
Emily comes home from going on a date with David Linhagen. To drink. Yeah. <laughs> Emily tries to pay Jessica and Emily uh, <laughs> and Jessica just looks at Emily and says like, you're batshit crazy. And then Jessica walks away saying, I don't want your slutty money. I loved that scene. Okay. I was dying because <laughs> it's just like the subtle writing that was kind of just like the, the jokes or the, the great lines that were kind of just snuck in there yeah. that you you almost miss but if you were paying attention you you don't miss them and you're like oh my god did she just say i don't want your slutty money and and that like, was what? that was my favorite part too was emily weaver's reaction where she's like fiddling with her keys she's like slutty, she slutty money, money? <laughs> like, what? i know i loved it i love that oh man okay so question hannah weaver and her friend are having an amazing conversation at the bar right off the top it was the would you bang Conan O'Brien conversation. And Hannah Weaver was like, oh, man, I want to have his babies. Conan yeah. O'Brien, hot N- or not? Not. No. Okay. So- I don't even I don't even know. Even her friend was like, what planet are you on? <laughs> I'm sorry, but what planet are you on? So I- I've got a question, though. You know how there's the hot crazy scale for women? Is there something similar <laughs> for guys? Is it like a funny hot scale where like if a guy is like like what? Scale of one to ten, where where does Conan O'Brien fall? He's like a a three. Yeah, I mean he he's funny, so that does help him. Right, right, right. But like hot, three oh, for hot. Oh, yeah, yeah, I would agree. So is it like does he have to be like an eight or higher on the funny scale to then become bangable? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Th- there must be a scale like that. Like if you're a five looks, you can get away with being like a six funny because yeah. it's like you're average, and you're a little bit above average funny. I would agree. Or vice versa. If you're like a nine hot mm. and like a two funny. Yeah, it evens out. You'll still bit. bang that guy. Yep. <laughs> Question. Okay. The dirty dancing move. Yeah. Would that work? No. <laughs> I haven't even finished. No, because I'm also not a good dancer. That would not. So it it wouldn't. Uh, yeah, no. So so the Because prim- I would be too self-conscious. Too. Okay. Met the, but you're drunk. Don't Doesn't forget matter. that. Doesn't matter. The premise is that Jacob Palmer, like Hannah Weaver was pestering him, like, what's your what's your big move? He's like, my big move is that I work dirty <laughs> dancing into the conversation and then I reveal I can do the lift, which is an iconic movie moment. Right. And then the classic, the girl's like, oh my God, let's do the lift. <laughs> and then he does the lift and then he more or less implies... Hundred percent kill rate at that point. Like yeah. we're we're gonna we're gonna bang. <laughs> You're saying that wouldn't work on you. I don't think so because I wouldn't want to do it. First, if I'm wearing a dress, no. And again, like I said, I'm not really that good of a dancer, so I wouldn't. Okay. I I would be way more self conscious and nervous about doing it. I'm making sure that I do a good job at it, than the end result. Okay, so a normal guy couldn't pull it off. Say Ryan Gosling is like, let's do the. I mean, as move. a normal human, I would be very nervous but like if you do it he'd talk you into it oh well, yeah i would do it <laughs> <laughs> it's Ryan Gosling. come on <laughs> <laughs> jessica riley so she's the one who's obsessed with cal weaver in this movie she's the right. babysitter she gets some advice from a girl at high school to be like yo if you want this dad to take you seriously you need to take some nude pics and send it to him <laughs> she takes i counted about 15 she took about 15 pictures. She settled on three. And the first couple were hilarious. Like the whole like broad smile, like, hey. And it's like, you're naked. Like, obviously that's not going to look good. That that looks weird. <laughs> on average though, that was five pics per one picture that she went with. 
How many pictures does it take for a girl to get one that she's like, mm, I, I my mean, body looks good? I mean, I'm no expert. Okay. Um, but but maybe on that on that scale, five to one scale. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I guess I don't know. I mean, I feel like I feel like we're gonna have people disagreeing or agreeing with this. That's good. But I don't know. Like I said, I'm no expert, it's so I don't know. Hey, get at romcom rewind on Instagram and uh, DM us. Let us know how many. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> how many, how many attempts at nudes d- does it take for it to actually work out? Is that creepy? Yeah. No, they're not I, sending us the nudes. No, I hope not. Ooh, ooh, don't do that. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm saying they're not going to do that. Please don't do that. Right. Um, <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> what do you got for quick facts? I got lots. So uh, the film was originally titled Untitled Marital Crisis Comedy. <laughs> so That's like what you do when you don't know what to title something. You're like, nah, it's just generic rom-com yeah actually so the filmmakers offered a free ipad on set to whoever came up with the title for the movie what yeah they were on set and they didn't know what the name should be yeah so then who who came up with it do we I don't know? know they gave away an ipad yeah they did somebody has an ipad i guess ipads were a hot commodity in 2011 yeah. <laughs> Ooh, an ipad <laughs> i will name a movie for an ipad yeah <laughs> So Emma Stone, who plays Hannah or Nana, um, plays a character in her 20s, while Jessica's character, played by Annalie Tipton, is 17 in the movie. Right. However, in real life, the actors are actually only three days apart. Three days yes, apart? Yes, in age. Wait, so how old were they? Emma, Emma, Well, Emma Stone and Annalie Tipton would have been 22. Okay. I, I would have put Emma Stone's character at like a mid 20s yeah i know i actually thought she was older and annalee tipton Mm -hmm. it's those giant bambi eyes so she became famous after coming third on season 11 of america's next top model oh oh yeah i could see that yeah yeah i knew i recognized her i used to love america's next top model i used to watch all the seasons (laughs) ryan gosling said that um when emma stone and ryan gosling were at at his house and he took off his shirt in the movie that the filmmakers used photoshop to perfect his abs in the movie even though they make the joke yeah yeah and that's that's part of it too and um he actually put in a lot of work and he worked out quite a bit for the role leading up to the filming oh see i would almost get that as a slap in the face like i'm gonna work out so hard and the director's like no we're still gonna photoshop your abs though like really what I did isn't good enough. I mean, they were really nice. Um, so this is cool. So the Dirty Dancing lift, like you were talking about a few minutes ago, um, wasn't actually in the script. Oh, really? Yeah. So Ryan, who has dance training, um, came up with the idea and they added it into the script. Oh, my God. You know what that means? What? That means he's actually f***ing <laughs> done it in real life. You don't just randomly say like, you know what, guys, I could do the dirty dancing lift here. So he has. <laughs> what? Yeah, he 100% has. Yeah. So, so I did. I, I read that in an article. Wait, he admitted that he's done that. Yes. Oh, that was kind of yeah. part of the conversation about how like he came up with the idea. Here we go, Ryan yeah. Gosling. Yeah. <laughs> so another cool. <laughs> okay, Ryan Gosling was not acting in this movie. He is Jacob Palmer. <laughs> like he did not have to act. This is this is him as a real all person. All off script. Yeah, all off script. The they accent just, and everything. They, <laughs> they didn't even tell him it was a movie. They just put cameras <laughs> in a bar 
and told watched him, him take hit a, on women. And then told him to take his shirt off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone will love it if you take your Six shirt off. Six months later, he got a check and he's like, what's this for? <laughs> you don't remember the movie we the shot? The untitled one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just hitting on women. I don't like that was a movie we did. Oh my. Um so Gosling and Stone um have natural chemistry obviously oh, yeah. in this movie. Um so for the scene where uh Hannah, Nana, um and Jacob lie in the bed all night talking. Um they actually threw away the script. They gave um Stone and Gosling some drinks and let them improvise the entire thing. So like you said, I don't know when he really did follow the script i have a question about that because okay. he makes a comment about um like infomercials how he would buy like all that infomercial shit oh yeah and it's funny because he mentions the knife that can the knife c- that can cut through the penny i almost worked for that company stop yeah i'm gonna bleep it out okay and in college they were like you know how there are those things where it's just like the the pamphlets that are like make four hundred dollars in a day great mm-hmm. for students and i really needed money so i like i I like emailed them or whatever and they're like yeah come by our office on this day and then i got in there and i realized i'm gonna be selling knives door to door and i'm like i don't want to do this but i had left my sunglasses in a different room so i had to like wait through the entire presentation until we took a break it was like an hour and a half long Oh no! and he did he showed us he's like here's how you cut the penny guys and he like thought it was the coolest thing he's like yo check this shit out you were an expert people eat this up and he cut the penny so it actually does work oh yeah it does wow you do need like proper uh, leverage in the right area, but yeah, you can you can cut a penny. Interesting with that knife. Uh, so the screenwriter Dan Fogelman uh, based the film on his own experiences of being a single man in his thirties. So when he wrote the script, he actually did have Steve Carell in mind for the lead role. He is kind of perfect. Yeah, I don't know if you know. Um, so like I said, they had really really good chemistry. Um, but Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling has have actually played a couple in three films. La La Land. Yes. I was going to say, can you name them? <laughs> La La Land. Yeah. Crazy Stupid Love. Yeah. I feel like there's a gangster thing. I can't remember yes. the name. Yes. Oh my God. You're good. Gangster. gangster Squad. Here we go. Yeah. That was good. I love Emma Stone so much. Yes. Well, I love Ryan Gosling. So, you <laughs> it's know. It's not a competition. So, I have one last one, which I think you will uh, find very enjoyable. Okay. We're both big fans of the TV show The Office. The nameplate on Emily Weaver's desk says her name and associate to the vice president. No. Not associate vice president. So this is... She's the assistant regional manager. Okay. So this is undoubtedly a reference. So this was a running joke uh, for those of you who don't know The Office um, about one of the characters, Dwight Schrute, and saying how he is the assistant to the regional manager and not the assistant regional manager. Right. He would say he's the assistant regional manager and somebody would always correct him. (laughs) Always correct him. Assistant to To. the regional manager. (laughs) Yeah. So I thought you'd like that one. That is great. I like that a lot. (laughs) We're on to best scenes. We are. The recognition scene where Cal realizes- Yeah. You call it the fight scene, I, I call it the recognition scene, okay. where Cal realizes that Jacob is dating Nana, aka Hannah Weaver. Meanwhile, Bernie, Jessica's dad, has found the nudes meant for Cal. He arrives trying to fight Cal, and David fucking Lindhagen, take a drink, shows up. It was beautiful chaos. I really like how Jacob kept trying to protect Cal during it. Did you notice that like Bernie yes. jumped on Cal, and Jacob grabbed him, he caught a punch for it. And then David Lindhagen, take a drink, he arrives, and Jacob immediately punches him in the face. 
this is one of my favorite <clears throat> scenes. Nana walks in the door and then I'm like, oh, wait, what's she doing here? <laughs> yeah, right. You didn't remember it. No, I didn't at all. And then Ryan Gosling comes in and I'm like, oh, what? And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. I get it now. I'm like, no, <laughs> no way. And so then you find out that Cal and Emily's first child is Nana Weaver. Yeah. And they had her when they were 17. And then Cal goes into saying, you know, Jacob, you need to break up with Nana. And then Nana says, no, please, daddy. And then Jacob says, no, don't say that. <laughs> and then everything really and funny. then everything goes to shit. But then in the middle of everything, Emily asks, uh, is this some sort of skit? Because I'm lost. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Good good break, right? Reaction, good yeah. break in the comedy like craziness. Yeah. I also love the addition of David Lindhagen, take a drink. Because <laughs> because I didn't realize until it happened for the entirety of the movie, Jacob, Bernie, Cal, none of them physically see David Lindhagen. They just oh, hear yes, about him incessantly. Right. Which is why the moment where uh, Jacob Palmer is like, that's that's <laughs> David Linhagen. He's like, yeah, that's David Linhagen. And even Bernie is like, that's okay. All right. There, it's like this recognition of like, oh, it's this guy. Yeah, got it. Let me go punch him in the face. And that poor guy was just dropping off like a shawl. Mm. I, I feel for David Linhagen in this. Take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> the parent-teacher interviews. You know, just a little quick backstory. Cal does sleep with Kate, uh, the teacher, but doesn't know that. She is Robbie's teacher and, right. you know, the whole recognition scene of that is absolutely hilarious. And Emily's like totally out to lunch again. All of these scenes, she's totally out to lunch. She has no idea what's going on. She's missed everything. She's like, <laughs> she's like did, I, did I miss last year's parent-teacher interviews? Emily Weaver is in a constant state of <laughs> bewilderment. Lost. She's just like, what is happening? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that one that one was really funny. Kate obviously knows Cal, and Cal obviously knows Kate, but they're trying to, well, he's trying to hide <laughs> he's it from trying Emily. trying to brush it under the rug. And it's just very, very awkward to watch, but it's really funny. So I'll do my honorable mention now because Marissa Tomei as Kate is my honorable mention for, or one of my honorable mentions for that scene because she plays the jilted ex-lover so well and i also want to reference the accuracy of cal's scene immediately following having sex with kate where he suddenly has his swagger back he's at the bar he's picking up ladies guy's got his mojo back and that is extremely accurate for a guy like if you have really good sex so you wake up the next morning and it's just the world is a brighter place People are like giving you the head nod, like oh inexplicably God. they know. They're like, that that guy's got something going on. You give him the nod back, like, you know, I, I do have something going on. Last night, it all happened. So another funny part um, about that specific scene was when Cal yells to everyone that she's an alcoholic. Ooh. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, that, you didn't need to do that. But he was feeling so awkward the entire time. Honorable mentions. So I have one honorable mention. Okay. David Linhagen drink. drink. I've got him um, as one as well. So even though, yeah, he seems like a really nice guy um, who, yes, broke up their marriage, somebody's marriage, um, which I understand, obviously, why everyone hates him throughout the movie. Um, but everything else about him seems nice. He was sorry about it. And he said that. But then he kept pursuing her to date her. Yeah, but she, they're, they're split. Yeah, that's so true. So, yeah, you would yeah. keep. Like, on the date, he's charming. He's yeah. nice. He tries to connect with the son, Robbie. He does say, the first time we see him, he's like, hey, I didn't mean to break up your marriage. I'm sorry that happened, but I can't stop thinking about you. Which is like, 
not the best thing to say, but it's not the worst. He's not an asshole, you know? Yeah. My only other honorable mention is Molly Weaver, who we, I don't even know if she has lines. The, like, the youngest daughter. Oh, Joey King. Joey King. Played by Joey King. Criminally yeah. underused in this movie, I think, because after doing a little bit of digging, I realized that's the chick from the kissing booth. Yes. You don't what? you don't actually see her face until the last third of the movie. <laughs> it's just a ball of hair. Yeah, yeah, actually. And or like she's always kind of like blocked in the scenes. But you will notice in in the movie, um, Robbie pulls out his phone to, I think, text Jessica. And there is a contact in there that says Joey K. And it is Joey King. Oh, yo, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. What a catch. I, yeah. Yeah. Is that a quick fact? It is. Well, I mean, it's a later fact. It's a later <laughs> <laughs> The what should have beens? So um, I have one what should have been, and I want to know what you think of it. Okay. Um, so Kate, teacher Kate, yeah. um, should have ended up with Owen Wilson from The Wedding Crashers. Ooh. So he does end up with Rachel McAdams. Yes. But I could see it. I think well, it could work. Th- I mean, she's definitely, she's got some fire. Yes. And you, she's a little bit needy. She's a little know, bit needy. You know. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think Owen Wilson like, could could tame that fire. Yeah, like I think she definitely wants somebody to date. Oh yeah. You she's know? in it for a relation. Well, she yeah. was upset that Cal didn't call her back. Yeah. Yeah. Robbie and Jessica. Absolutely end up together. What? Oh yeah. I think I think at the end you you kind of like you're like, oh, "Okay, you know what? Maybe Wait, in a few years." do you not think years. they get together? Robbie and Jessica? Yes. I mean, I don't think they get together right now. No. No. But no, no, in no. the future, no. yeah. That was the purest love story. They end on like you say like the hey, it, it could happen. So I like to imagine here here's how it all goes down. She goes off to college, graduates, starts her career. He eventually goes off to college as well, becomes a little bit of a player, but the whole time in the back of his mind, he knows these are just practice rounds. Yeah, because he still has her pictures. Until Jessica. (laughs) He's like, I'm playing exhibition games here. It's fine. (laughs) We're not in the playoffs yet. So then later on, it's, you know, Thanksgiving or it's Easter. It's it's some event where, you know, they're going to be back in their hometowns again. He's going to be like 21. She's, what's the age difference? 26 then? Four years. 25 totally doable right and then all of a sudden she sees robbie weaver as like a whoa dude's got some confidence it's clearly <laughs> well, been he definitely fun. had confidence oh yeah he always had confidence <laughs> it was just a little bit misplaced it, it wasn't as refined i think that's how it all goes down because i actually had a scenario similar to this okay i can get on board with that it was a friend's older sister kind of had a crush on her it wasn't love absolutely not love not like not like these two but it was kind of like she had that unattainable status of like, well, that's that's so-and-so's older sister. Years later, I'm in college, St. Patty's Day, downtown. <laughs> See her at the bar. And she gives me like the quick up and down, like a, whoa, Dev kind of grew up. And I caught it. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then I was like, <laughs> we were chatting. And I immediately took a swing. I was like, hey, you know what? We should get out of here. She turned me down. Oh, for 24 hours. And then she texted me the next day. was like, you know what? No. You were right. And I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. And then it ended up being a one-time thing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But but I think there is that, like, those people from your, like, your childhood. And when you meet them, like, 10 years later, and all of a sudden they're a grown-up. And you're like, whoa, like, you have a career? Like, that's so weird. Wow, like, you're good-looking. 
You're an you, adult? You're an, you're an adult <laughs> who's actually moderately attractive. You kind of forget all that childhood shit, and you're like, this can happen, right? <laughs> yes. Answer, yes. Robbie, you can do it. You're living proof. I'm... <laughs> It wasn't love, but Robbie can do it. If I could do that, Robbie can do this. I like it. That's funny. Thirst factor. Oh my God, thirst factor. Ryan Gosling, obviously a 10. Need I say more? I'll love go, him. Like like a full 10 out of 10? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Emma Stone. Nine. Okay, yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah. She's pretty close to perfect. Actually, I'd put her as an, at a 9.5. Yeah, I just you think really she's like so her. adorable. So what do you have Ryan Gosling at? I mean... 10. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sorry, I didn't... Yeah. <laughs> um, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I mean, he's he's the whole package, right? The thing with Ryan Gosling in this movie, I just... I feel like he elevates any movie he's in. Yeah. Yeah, he does. And like I said off the top, like, I can't help but root for him. Like, there are mm-hmm. times where he's a bit of an asshole, and I'm like, but, but I like, still I still want, want him to bang yeah. the chick. Yeah. yeah. He's, like, being a little bit of a douche, but I'm like, ah, you can do it. Like, ah, I trust you, man. Like, come on, let's do it. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, as close to a 10 as you can get, I would say. Okay. The wild card is Cal Weaver. Okay, Steve Carell. I have him at an eight. I told you he's really cute in this movie. What? Yes. You've been remarkably critical of other men in rom-coms. Like we just did Sam He does a major turnaround, you know? Be better. He is better than The Gap. He is better. He became better he than became the gap. He became better than the gap. I mean, you have to think about it. Like, he went from suit and sneakers to, like, an, a suit that actually fit him, a really nice hairstyle, and, like... He barely changed his hairstyle. No, he did change it. It was very much, like, stick oh a bowl on your head and cut around it. such a woman thing. Like, <laughs> no, I, I can see that it's different. <laughs> Maybe he styled it differently. <laughs> anyway. Cal Weaver as an eight. Get the fuck out. Okay, what did you put him at? I mean, I put him at, like, a six. Okay. Considering we put like Sam Claflin from Love Wedding Repeat as like a six. No, I think I put him at a seven. Yeah. Cal Weaver is not more attractive okay, than him. Okay, fine, a seven. I'm dragging you down. I'm pulling you down. Can we get it down to a six? No. No, okay. Julianne Moore. Seven. Yeah, I put her at uh, I put her at like an eight. Okay. I got a thing for her. She's even if I'm not wearing makeup and my hair is kind of frazzled, I still look pretty attractive. Like, she's really... And she's kind of class. Yeah, she doesn't wear a ton of makeup. She she has some class that it's like, you just can't... You can't mimic it. She's, is that all the thirst factors? Yeah. Oh, unless you want to do Kevin Bacon. David Lindhagen? <laughs> Drink. Is he... I would put him higher than Cal Weaver. No, I wouldn't. He's more attractive than Cal Weaver. I don't Weaver. think so. Come on. People can totally disagree with me, but I don't think so. Kevin Bacon no. or Steve Carell? Steve Carell. He brought dance back to that town. Oh my God, but loose. There's <laughs> <laughs> a town that didn't know how to dance until Kevin Bacon arrived. Oh my God, I'm dying. <laughs> um, <laughs> and now we have a new segment that we're going to call the slide into the DMs. We encourage you to um, reach out on Instagram, fire us a DM, slide on in there. If you have any generic romantic comedy uh, questions or conversations that you want to have, we do have some in the backlog that we want to get to, and we will get to those, but there was something that happened on Twitter a few weekends ago. Uh, somebody tweeted, name a better rom-com duo than Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. And immediately it blew up because... Obviously, that, it's that's not... not accurate. Yeah, correct. What? Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston? So who would you put as 
the pinnacle rom-com duo. Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. You're saying that's 100%. not... 100%. <laughs> that's not even the best Adam Sandler duo they brought up. No, like Drew Barrymore and Adam 51st Sandler. 51st Dates is classic. 51st Dates, The Wedding Singer. Oh, The Wedding Singer. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Oh, The Wedding Singer. Like, they do so many great movies together. Oh. Their chemistry is just so good. Oh, actually, shout out to our friend Andrew Moss on Twitter. He said... Um, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan are the all-time pinnacle rom-com couple, comma, that's science. <laughs> I, I actually agree with that, too, that those that those are a good duo. Well, because they did Sleepless they in Seattle and You've Got Mail. Yeah. That's a pretty big... Those are strong. Although I will, I brought that up on this podcast because I would have Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone as my number one. They've done three movies now. I mean, in this movie, I love them so much. La La Land, it's... ah. They're kind of like the modern modern rom-com duo now. And there might be people listening wondering, what about Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling? Oh, I know. my gosh. I know. Yes. Hey, no, 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 no. Don't listen to those people. Okay? What? I think they had great chemistry. They they did. They did. But I'd go Emma Stone over Rachel McAdams. No, I wouldn't. Really? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the, notebook the Notebook was just so powerful. Like, so, it's just yeah. so weepy and powerful. <laughs> It's just so beautiful. Oh my god! You know, like you have a box of tissues beside you when you're watching that one. I do think Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling, though. And then Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore, number one. They did. They did good rom coms together. Like I think the other ones are like romantic movies. Right. Right. Yeah. Whereas yeah, like Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore that. did really good romantic comedies together. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. Although I think Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. Yes. I I hey I agree. They're up there. They're up there. The rewatchability. Nine. Yeah, I, I'd put it at a ten. I don't mean to like one yeah. up you. A nine or even nine point five. Yeah, I'm I'm in between for but sure. I think like even of the movies we've done so far, and this might be an unpopular opinion, I think this movie's even better than my best friend's wedding, which I would put as the pinnacle of movies we've done. Mm-hmm. I love this movie. It might be my favorite romantic comedy. Steve Carell, Julianne Moore, Emma Stone. Ryan Gosling. It's just this crowd of amazing. Even Marissa Tomei as like, a, and Kevin Bacon as yeah, side characters. Can't forget him. <laughs> David, David Lindhagen. That's two drinks. <laughs> it it just has everything. It has the comedy. It has, you know, the, there are really sad moments, but moments that are like that real kind of sad. You yeah, know? pulls at your heartstrings because it's re- it, it is relatable, right? Like you said before. It's such a sad topic, but it really is a topic that we're unfortunately familiar with so seeing that process done in such a beautiful way oh i love this movie and the way they end it with that song middle east blood Woo! robbie very passionate staring at the camera as his mom and dad are chatting jacob yeah, that was really cute yeah oh ah oh! and this has been the rom-com rewind podcast make sure if you're uh, listening to this on spotify or itunes leave a review make sure you follow us or subscribe so you don't miss anything follow us on instagram at romcom rewind that's our romcom rewind of crazy stupid love thanks for listening